and you're listening to Pharmaceutical Calculations, a podcast about tips, tricks, and strategies for solving pharmaceutical calculations. This episode was originally broadcast on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pharmaceutical Calculations Solve Along. We are going to take a look at dilution calculations and actually we are going to focus on three fascinating questions which was asked by viewers on the channel. Now there are a lot of videos on dilution calculations on the channel so if you need detailed explanations you can go ahead and look at them. I'll put links in the description to playlist and then you can have a better understanding of some of these topics. But let's get right to the first question. So here, the question says, a physician prescribes an ophthalmic suspension to contain 100 milligrams of cortisone in 8 milliliters of normal saline solution. The pharmacist has on hand 2.5% weight and volume suspension of cortisone acetate in normal saline solution. How many milliliters of 2.5% weight and volume suspension of cortisone acetate and how many milliliters of normal saline solution should be used in prescribed solution? So the first thing we want to do for this question is actually to understand that you are going to prepare a new preparing a suspension and there is a specified concentration. Now that concentration is actually given by the 100 milligrams of cortisone in 8 ml. So this 100 milligrams of cortisone in 8 ml is the concentration. But what we want to do to make the computation much more easier is to convert this concentration, the 100 milligrams of cortisone in 8 ml, into a percentage strength. That way you have similar ways of expressing the concentration and it becomes much more easier when you choose an approach to solve the question. So you're going to start off with that and you're going to take the 100 milligrams, which is in 8 ml. So that's the volume of your preparation. And what we can do is convert the milligrams to grams because when we begin to use the idea of percentage strength, percentage strength is actually some quantity in grams out of 100 milliliters. That's the definition. So we want to find a way to ensure that in the numerator we have dimension of grams. So the way you do that is to actually do a quick conversion where 1000 milligrams is equal to 1 gram. Now the milligrams can cancel out and you end up with 0.1 gram in 8 milliliters. Now this ratio we can actually convert into a percentage strength using the definition of percentage strength. Percentage strength is some quantity in grams out of 100 milliliters. Now it's milliliters because we are dealing on a weight by volume situation. There are three different types of percentage strength. You have weight and volume where your solute is a solid and the solvent is a liquid. You have weight and weight where both the solute and the solvent tend to be solid so that would be like a cream an ointment and then you have volume and volume where both components both the solute and the solvent are all liquids but here we are dealing with a solution we are dealing with a suspension right so the suspension actually has a solute in a liquid so that's why you have weight and volume but what we want to do is go ahead and solve for x and when we solve for x that value that we get will be your percentage strength so x is going to be equal to 0.1 grams times 100 milliliters divided by 8 milliliters and that is going to be equal to 1.25%. So the concentration in the ophthalmic suspension, this 100 milligrams in 8 ml is actually equivalent to 1.25%. 
Now, when it comes to solving dilution calculations or altering product strength type questions, there are two ways you can do that. You can use the allegation method or you can use the algebraic method. Now, it's important to know from the question which method allows you to get to your solution in the fastest way. The way this question is framed, what we are looking for is how many milliliters of the 2.5% suspension, that is your higher strength, and how many milliliters of your normal saline, which is your diluent, that you actually need. So, the best approach here is to use the allegation method. So the allegation method, the way it is, is you can set up a grid. So you have two vertical lines and two horizontal lines. And so here, what you want to do is in the top left, you put your higher strength. And in the bottom left, you put your lower strength. And in this question, the higher strength is 2.5. And in the lower strength is normal saline. It has no cortisone in it, so that's zero. And in the middle, you have your desired, which is 1.25, which we just calculated. And so the way it works in the allegation method is you have to determine the number of parts of the 2.5%. And the way you do that is you take the desired, you subtract the lower concentration from it. So 1.25 minus 0, that gives you 1.25. And this 1.25 is the parts of the 2.5% solution. Now you can find the number of parts of your normal saline. And the way you do that is to take the higher strength, which is 2.5, subtract the lower strength, which is 1.25. So 2.5 minus 1.25, that also gives you 1.25. And that is the parts of normal saline. So now that we know the parts of both of them, what we actually need to do is to find the actual volumes. And the way you do that is to make use of the fact that you have 1.25 parts of the 2.5 and 1.25 parts of the normal saline. So those are the individual parts, but you also need to know the total parts. The reason being what you are given is the total volume of your ophthalmic suspension. So to find the total parts, you take the parts of the 2.5, add that to the parts of the 0. So 1.25 plus 1.25, that gives you a total of 2.5 parts. So this is your total parts. And now we can go ahead and find the individual volume. So the volume of the 2.5% solution actually is a suspension. So let's just, for those taking notes, so suspension is going to be equal to the parts that represent that. So 1.25 divided by the total parts, which is 2.5. And naturally, you can multiply that by the total volume, which is 8 milliliters. So when you do the math, that actually gives you 4 milliliters. So this 4 milliliters is the volume of the 2.5% suspension. Now, the way you can actually find the component, the other component, which is the normal saline, is to subtract this 4 milliliters from the total volume. That's the fastest way. So let's go ahead and do that. So volume of normal saline is going to be equal to the 8 ml, which is your total volume, minus the volume of the 2.5% suspension. The reason being there are only two components. You already found the volume of one, so you can find the volume of the other. So minus 4 milliliters, and that's going to be equal to 4 milliliters. Alternatively, you could also actually go through the same process as we did for the cortisone acetate. And the way you do that is simply repeat that process. So you take the parts of that, which is 1.25, divide by the total parts, which is 2.5, multiply that by 8 ml, and that's also going to give you 4 milliliters. Right, so you have two ways to find the second component. Normally, I recommend you just subtract the volume of one from the other, from the total. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and go to the next question. 
So here the question says, in filling a hospital order, the pharmacist diluted one milliliter of an amphotericin B injection containing 50 milligrams per 10 ml with a 5% weight in volume dextrose injection to prepare an intravenous infusion containing amphotericin B 0.1 milligrams per milliliter. So the way you want to approach this actually is to, first of all, understand exactly what the question is asking. Here you have a concentration given as 50 milligrams in 10 ml. And you are taking actually 1 ml for your preparation. So the thing about concentration is regardless of the volume that you are using, the concentration is going to stay the same. Now we are diluting that with 5% weight in volume dextrose and we need the concentration of your final product to be 0.1 milligram per milliliter. So the way the question is framed, the first thing you want to do actually is just convert all of these concentrations to percentage strength because that will help make your computation much more easier. So that's what you're going to do at the start. And so the way that will work then is you take the 50 milligrams, so 50 milligrams in 10 ml. We want to convert the milligrams to grams. That will just make it easier to find the percentage strength. So you multiply this by the conversion factor. So 1,000 milligrams gives you 1 gram. The milligrams cancel out. And this actually is going to give 0.05 grams in 10 milliliters. So we can find the percentage strength for this component, making use of it, the notion that some quantity in grams divided by 100 ml is what percentage strength actually implies. And we can go ahead and solve for x. x is equal to 0.05 grams times 100 milliliters divided by 10 milliliters. The milliliters cancel out and you end up with 0.5%. So the 50 milligrams over 10 ml is actually 0.5%. We can go ahead and do a similar thing for the final concentration. So here we have 0.1 milligrams in 1 ml. We can convert the milligrams to grams. So 1,000 milligrams is 1 gram. The milligrams cancel out. So this is going to be equal to 0.0001 grams divided by 1 milliliter. And we can convert this to percentage strength. So there will be some quantity in grams divided by 100 milliliters. You saw for Y. Y is going to be equal to 0.0001 grams times 100 milliliters divided by 1 milliliter. And this is going to be equal to 0.01%. So now we have both the concentrations in percentage strength. Then we can go ahead and use our allegation method. So we have two vertical lines and two horizontal lines. In the top left, we will put in the highest concentration, which is 0.5. In the bottom left, we will put the lower concentration. And that will be, you have zero is 5% dextrose, which are using as your diluent, which has no amphotericin in it. So the lower concentration is going to be zero. And the desired is going to be 0.01. So we can go ahead and find the parts of each of these components components to find the parts of the 0.5 we take the desire subtract the lower strength so 0.01 minus 0 gives you 0.01 and then you have for the parts of the dextrose or the 0% is going to be 0.5 higher minus desired so 0.5 minus 0.01 and that gives you 0.49 so you have these are parts and parts okay so parts of 0% parts of 0.5% what we also need actually is the total parts and the way you find that is to do 0.01 the parts of the 0.5 plus 0.49 and that gives you 0.5 total parts 
So this total part is necessary because the question is asking us how many milliliters of the infusion we will actually prepare. Now we've been given the volume of the 0.5% solution that we are using and that's 1 ml. And so the way you want to actually find the total volume is to do a quick proportion. So this 0.01 is the parts of the 0.5% and we know that volume to be 1 milliliter. So that goes in the denominator. And then we know the parts of the total, which is 0.5. So 0.5 goes here. And we need to determine that volume. So we can go ahead and solve for the unknown. So y is going to be equal to 1 milliliter times 0.5 over 0.1, 0.01. And that's going to be equal to 50 milliliters. So the 50 milliliters is the total volume of your preparation. Right? So it's important to understand that for convenience for most students, Typically, converting the concentrations to percentage strength really makes the allegation method much more easier to manipulate. And in this question, we actually had to use the allegation method, but we use it slightly differently because this time we're given the volume of one of the components. And the way it works is this particular proportion is extremely important for you to arrive at your solution. So that's the second question that was asked by one of the viewers this week. We are going to go ahead and look at the third question. So this question states, during the end of a swing shift, another technician has poured 16 ounces of DNS, D5NS and 16 ounces of D10NS, that's normal saline, dextrose 5% normal saline and dextrose 10% normal saline into a 1 milliliter Ellenmeyer flask, Ellenmeyer flask for a, comp a custom compounding. What solution has this tech concocted? So I'm going to go ahead and address this question the way it's supposed to. Here you have D5 normal saline, D10 normal saline. You want to find essentially what the final concentration is. That's the question that was asked by the viewer. So anytime you need to find the final concentration, the best approach is to use the algebraic method. And that would imply that you do C1Q1 plus C2Q2 equals C final Q final. We would make the D5 normal saline to be this first component and then the D10 to be the second component. So the concentration here will be 5% times the quantity, which is 16 ounces, plus C2, which is 10% from here times the quantity, which is also 16 ounces, equals CF, we don't know the final concentration, and the quantity, the final quantity, which is QF, is going to be equal to Q1 plus Q2, and that's going to be equal to 16 plus 16, which is 32 ounces, so you have 32 ounces here. So now we have one equation with one unknown, and we can go ahead and solve for this, or simplify the equation, and then do some algebra to find what CF is. So 5 times 16 is going to be 80, so you have 80, and you can keep track of your accompanying units, so percent ounces plus 10 times 16 is 160, also percent ounces, and that's going to be equal to CF times 32 ounces. 80 plus 160 is going to be 240 percent ounce. That's going to be equal to CF times 32, that's 32 ounces. You divide both sides by 32 ounces. So both sides of the equation divide by 32 ounces. The ounces go away. This also goes away. And now your CF is going to be equal to 7.5 percent. Thank you for listening to today's episode from RX Calculations. You can find all the episodes on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash pharmaceutical calculations easy or as articles on our website at rxcalculations.com. 
If you have any questions on any pharmaceutical calculations topic or you would like to suggest future topics, you can post them on our Pharmaceutical Calculations Forum, website, or YouTube channel. Links to all platforms are in the show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss out on new episodes. Thanks for listening to today's episode and enjoy life.